Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome, friends, to a brand new week of AutoLine Daily. We start off today talking about diesels, specifically in the U.S. market. Volkswagen is ticked off that American legislators will not provide any incentives for diesels, even though they can play a critical role in helping automakers meet CAFE regulations and reduce CO2 emissions by 30%. Anna Schneider, the Vice President of Government Affairs at Volkswagen of America, points out that unlike plug-in hybrid or electric cars, there are no federal tax incentives to buy diesels, none from the states either. Plus, the federal tax on diesel fuel is six cents higher than it is on gasoline. Heck, she points out, you cannot even drive in the high occupancy lanes. And the way the EPA calculates fuel efficiency favors hybrids over diesels. Even so, Anna Schneider admits she does not see any legislative action coming that would help diesel sales. Even so, diesel sales are growing fast. So far this year, they hit 278,000 vehicles, up more than 10%, which means they're growing faster than the overall market. Last year, there were only 20 different vehicles that offered a diesel engine. Before this year is out, there will be 40 models, and by 2017, there will be 60. By comparison, there are already 52 hybrid, plug-in, and electric models in the U.S., according to Wards. Audi is introducing a redesigned V6 diesel in the U.S. market with thin wall castings, a magnesium oil pan, hollow camshafts, and a squatter head, and fewer chain drives. It's 55 pounds lighter than the version it replaces. It also puts out 15 more horsepower, hitting 240 HP, and 22 more pound-feet of torque, hitting 428. A high-pressure injection system using piezo injectors actually uses five separate injections to minimize noise and improve emissions. I just got a chance to test drive this engine in the A6, the A7, and the Q5, and I can tell you, this is a remarkably quiet, efficient, and powerful engine. Nissan is going to offer hybrid versions of the next generation Murano and Rogue, According to Green Car Reports, the new versions of the cars are expected to go on sale sometime next year, but the hybrid models likely will not show up until 2015. Not many other details are known, but they are expected to have the same hybrid system as the hybrid Pathfinder, you know, that supercharged system with the 2.5-liter gasoline engine. Back in March, when the Detroit Electric nameplate was revived and it debuted its SP01 sports car, we were told the company would be building the car by now. But according to the Detroit News, that's not happening yet. Detroit Electric has not finalized an agreement for a manufacturing facility. And one company executive suggests it's negotiating with another company that could impact its business strategy and timing, whatever that means. We'll let you know what's happening as soon as we hear about it. Jeep is turning into one hot brand in China. In fact, more Jeeps are now imported to China than any other brand. In fact, Jeep just passed BMW. Overall, imported vehicles were up close to 20% in July, surpassing 120,000 units. 
and that despite a hefty tax on all imported vehicles with an additional tax on those that are made in the USA. Hey, did you ever think about how the shape and size of a car's badge can dictate the front-end styling? It's all got to do with Cadillac's desire to redesign its badge, and that is coming up next. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. On AutoLine After Hours last week, Bob Boniface from the Cadillac Design Studio was talking about how they might redesign the Cadillac logo, and that triggered a discussion about how a logo can actually impact the styling of a car. Take a look. Tell us about the Cadillac uh, badge, your experiments there. Yeah, and the El Mirage, which was interesting. There ain't no wreath on it. <laughs> really, I hadn't noticed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's funny. that. The El Mirage is a concept, and we test all sorts of things. And, and, um, and that was done uh, Frank Soseda's studio in L.A.? Frank, yeah, Frank Soseda's team did the El Mirage. And, and the badge on that concept, you know, again, it's just a concept, but what I like about that particular badge is the aspect ratio. Right, it's, yeah. it's a predominantly it horizontal yeah. graphic Horiz form. It's a horizontal graphic for the badge, a horizontal graphic for the, for the grill. So it's a, it's a nice thought starter for how to design the front end of a Cadillac. But, you know, it's funny, if you look at the proportion of that badge, you look at what Cadillac did with the wreath and crest, over, or actually the crest, because the wreath didn't come in until the 60s. Over they were all over the place. The, you look at the 57 brome, some of them are squashed aspect ratio like that, and then in the, on the interior, it was a tall one, a tall, thin one with the, with the uh, V underneath it. Mm -hmm. So we have a history of, of... Just the heraldry in Cadillac, if you go back to the, the 30s and you look at how it's evolved, there was never any doubt it was a Cadillac yeah. logo, though. I mean, but they, they had the ones with the Egyptian wings on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, they had spectacular stuff. So I, I think that, that that concept badge that we showed us is a great design. It's a great thought to start. Like I said, I was expecting a lot more people in the media to... Make comment out and on about it, but uh, it's interesting because the two primary players in the luxury space, the German players, both have round logos. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's sort of easy to. Yeah, but I'm just thinking position. And, 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 and you know, with Mercedes, you know, it goes back to when it was, in fact, the the radiator cap. But but the thing is, they're using round graphics, and they have to reiterate that. And however they use it in the car, you know, BMW with this obsession now with the surfboard line and the hood. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the luxury, then, then you've got the, the Audi logo that's predominantly horizontal, but again, based on circular symbols. I just think, uh, you know, I, 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 when I saw it on the car, I thought it was really handsome, and I thought it was a, still it's, recognizable as a Cadillac It's nicely proportioned. And it's a little bit more youthful, I think. You can watch that entire interview right now at Autoline.tv, and then join us this Thursday night when Jeff Luke, the chief engineer for the Chevy Silverado and GMC Sierra, stops by the studio. But anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.